0: Hi, welcome to the Not Your Average Life Coach podcast. My name is Kay Wilson and I'm a self-empowerment coach and intuitive energy healer. And I am obsessed with helping you step into the most powerful version of yourself. If you are ready to overcome your self-doubt, transform your relationship with love, money, and self-worth and start creating the future you that you have always dreamed of becoming, you're in the right place. My desire with this podcast is to help you transform the relationship you have with yourself by sharing with you tools and perspectives that will help you actualize the life you have dreamed of creating. Treat this podcast as your own personal treasure trove of rich ideas, practices, and teachings that will transform your day to day experience. I am so excited for our third installment of Lunar Love. So here I am again with the wonderful Jane Gleason White, who is going to once again share her amazing insights around what we can expect from the the next new moon and the following full moon so without further ado I am going to let Jane take us further (laughs) do you want to tell us what we can expect from well the coming new moon that's I guess the best place to start
1: yeah, thank you, Kay. I also wanted to you know, thank you as well for having me on your podcast to talk about astrology because I feel it's the perfect um, medium to have these conversations that introduce astrology into people's lives more gently and uh, conversationally because it can be a big esoteric subject. Um, so yeah, we have very exciting energy coming up in the next two moons. Um, the new moon in Sagittarius which is next Thursday the 24th of November at 957 a.m Sydney time so that's Australian Eastern Daylight time um, and then the new the full moon is in Gemini and that's coming up on Thursday the 8th of December at 30:8 p.m in Sydney time um, so will I just talk more generally about these two signs because all these the the lunations go together and these two signs are related to each other so it might be a good idea to introduce these two energies Sagittarius and Gemini
0: yeah so I don't even know what lunation mean what's what oh well just the
1: the moons. so the new moon the full moon these they connect to the two signs which are in polarity Um, and this month they are Gemini and Sagittarius the third and the ninth signs Right. um of the zodiac so just as we looked at aries and taurus last time as the first new burst of spring taurus being the putting down of the roots and creating structure um now we're moving on to gemini which is so we're here we're arrived we've got structure now we go out into our communities and what information we want to talk to people want to find out who else is here so that's it's the last um in the northern hemisphere sign of the spring and it's a mutable sign so it's very changeable fast moving likes to communicate likes to talk so that's the full moon and then Sagittarius so that's understood as the lower mind and the local kind of community and Sagittarius I mean not lower mind sorry Gemini it's the logical mind it's the kind of rational brain and the Sagittarian energy is more about the, the well I'm not even going to call it higher mind but how we connect to the big picture, it's very big picture energy, whereas Gemini is more the details. So okay. Sag is more the forest and Gemini is more the trees. Um, and it's also about our desire to look beyond our local communities, to travel, to learn foreign languages, to study at university. So it's really about expanding our sort of knowledge, our wisdom, and it also rules religion. So the I guess the structure within which God, spirit the cosmos sits in various ways that humans have found to create religious structures on this earth so they're they're the two energies we're working with here
0: okay so you've said a few interesting things there that i would like to talk to so firstly this the full moon you referred to the one that we had that's just passed so the taurian full moon Mm -hmm. and and this coming gemini full moon in reference to the northern hemisphere energy Mm -hmm. and and so the new moons are they more in reference to the southern hemisphere oh
1: no only that i was saying because the zodiac is designed for the northern hemisphere what is a spring sign over there is for us an autumn sign so we have gemini in autumn in the southern hemisphere so no that was just a sort of an aside to introduce because the 12 zodiac signs connect to a different season, but then Northern hemisphere seasons. So for us, instead of it being Gemini, the spring sign, it's Sagittarius. So no. that's, I'm only, I only introduced the Gemini as the last sign of spring in the Northern hemisphere, just to give a sense of how that connects to the first two signs. So this is the sign that goes out and explores the local community it's about neighbors, it's about conversations, about siblings. So we're here on Earth, we've arrived, and now we want to find out where we are, kind of thing. That's the Gemini energy. And the, Sag- the Sagittarius energy is I want to go out and quest in the bigger picture, either in my mind or actually embodied and you know, travel to foreign countries. That's the Sagittarian energy. Right. And so while these are these are sort of ordinary moons, these are not um Eclipse moons, but uh, Gemini and Sagittarius are where the last eclipse season was. And it started in mid 2020 and ended at the end of last year. So December last year with the last um, new moon solar eclipse in Sagittarius. So these two new moons will reference that period, which as we all know, was the period of the pandemic and so perfectly illustrated because the direction was towards Gemini and our local communities, I just can't believe how perfectly it illustrated how we were all forced to be in our local communities because we couldn't travel internationally anymore. And that is literally the movement from Sagittarian energy of exploring the bigger world through physical movement to being locked down, you know, in various ways in our actual homes and our local communities, which made people Connect with their local communities, with their families, with their homes in ways that we just hadn't ever before. And also, we, many of us, those who weren't working on the front line, were much more still, you know, we couldn't physically move much. And so we went more deeply, I feel, into our spiritual practices, you know, into our connection with spirit people connected online Mm -hmm. in new communities. That's so much about the energy of these two moons that we're coming up to which are so much about deepening our own connection to ourselves as spiritual beings.
0: So Gemini so the the COVID experience that is relevant to the two moons that we're having now just in terms of the kind of experience that it offered us.
1: Only because The eclipses were in Gemini and Sagittarius. So that was the big collective energy in 2020 to the end of 2021. So because that's where the huge collective energy was focused on, astrologically speaking, bringing us back to our local communities, that was actually the astrological karmic intention of those years. And it's just so uncanny how it literally it played out. That's the only reason I'm mentioning it but also because these two moons are about our local communities and our communication and, our, um, I guess, our connection to our intuition or our higher self or spirit, however you want to call it, mm. um, and the way that that's been deepened and amplified mm. during these lockdowns and everything, um, you know, so which culminated... In december twenty twenty one so it's probably worth thinking about where you were at in december twenty twenty one in terms of your connection to your higher mind, your intuition, what new visions you were calling in for yourself for twenty twenty two because this moon will help you to extend that or you know assuming that that what came in this year, was good and what you wanted and if it if it wasn't if if you found that it was um not really what you wanted the new moon uh, next thursday is offering you the opportunity to revision how you want to go into 2023
0: right so that's the big this is the probably the the energy that we kind of want to focus on i suppose for this yeah This visioning quality. Um,
1: yeah.
0: um, and becoming clearer on, on what it is that we want to vision
1: in. Is that right? So well, what it's allowing us, I mean, so to specifically think about the new moon coming up, it's amazing, fantastic, expansive energy. It's optimistic, it's fast, it's fiery, it's um future-looking, it's visionary, it's confident you know, all the things that may not have been very available to us, you know, because there's been a lot of big sort of deep energy and and a bit of stuck energy, a lot of hard lessons we've had to learn, especially those last two eclipses, a lot of emotions. This is not emotional energy. It's fiery. It's passionate. Um, So it's bringing the chance more just to sort of let go of the past and how we might have thought about ourselves and to just imagine something completely new if we want to or to reimagine where we are in bigger ways Mm -hmm. so it's such hopeful exciting positive energy you know so if anyone's feeling a bit tentative about what they might imagine because it's not going to come true because nothing ever has and nothing's manifested this let go of all that this is time just to it's brand new energy and it's on a trend that's going to continue for the next two years like brand new energy fast fiery energy
0: yeah. And I think you really tapped into a couple of interesting things. there Cause I think people have been afraid to dream big because they've experienced failure. And I love that. You're just saying that, you know, this is a really strong invitation to let that go because I think we've, and I'm feeling that so strongly myself, we have more support energetically than we've ever, ever experienced. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, the more that we can surrender to our hearts, desires, our visions that are coming through us, the more we actually allow that support to enable us. I had a very um, beautiful experience where I was shown that my visions of my future were not for me to then go and make happen. Absolutely. More about we just want you the spirit is very clear it was we just want you to get
1: excited oh it's perfect that is exactly get this moon.
0: excited about the feeling of this and in the excitement and joy of this vision that you're holding in your heart for your future everything will take care of itself
1: that's so much the energy of this new moon Mm -hmm. And I, you know, so it's definitely about that heart and being in your heart and getting excited and feeling the passion again. Mm -hmm. I would also even say it's yes, surrender, because it's all about going to the heart and that implies some degree of surrender, but it's not even that sort of, I don't think surrender is complicated, but it's not even that it's just like, be in your passion, be in the moment, be in, you know, whatever turns you on, go for it. Like just, it's really it's not that it's unthinking energy, but it's brand new and it's fresh and it's mutable energy. Both these signs are mutable, which means they're changeable. They're fast. They're quick. You know, it's like reality is is a little more uh, soft and able to be malleable. Yeah, a bit more malleable. So it's just like you can actually start to dream big again and have the confidence to do so. So it's not even, I, I don't think, surrender is complicated but it's not even at that level it's just like go with your fire like it's so fiery and also another very beautiful thing happening is it's connecting in a way with a lot of our wounded energy that has also been coming up especially over the um, eclipse season and it's an opportunity to just burn it off like not even you know so there's a little bit more of this scorpio season left where we're still going deeply into our emotional beings but from next week it's just going to be we don't have to be there anymore we can just go right you know fast burn through our our wounds and just heal them you know and just move yeah. on yeah yes. so there's a lot of there's still deep energy because we're still being invited to ground deeply into the earth you know mm.
0: okay but with that i'm getting a strong sense of
1: spontaneity as well uh-huh. Which, excitement, your word about excitement, that's fully what it is. Yeah,
0: and I think it's a good thing to also touch upon because um a lot of people, you know, we're we're so conditioned to for consistency and routine. And and it, if anything kills creativity more, it's <laughs> having to do the same thing every single day. And I think I want to touch on this because. I, it seems to me that this invitation is really setting us free of that. Absolutely. That sense of onerous energy, which totally. is
1: it's not know, onerous energy at all. No.
0: And actually, you know, maybe seeing this from a very explorative like really giving yourself the liberty to dive deeply into things
1: that have all, you know, the amount. I'm not of- even dive deeply, just it's like an arrow. Let's it's like, go. Follow that arrow. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no more. I mean, so. We are still grounding. There is deep energy, but it's not even about deep diving. Sorry to interrupt there, but the the symbol of of Sagittarius is an arrow and it's upward pointing and it's just like shooting out. Yes, absolutely explorative. Absolutely explorative. Yeah, okay, good. But we can dream big out here now. You know, it's all a lot of the energy that's been more inward focused and, and revisioning ourselves inwardly and restructuring ourselves inwardly now it's coming out into the world you
0: know oh i resonate with that deeply i think and a lot of conversations i've been having with clients has has been along those lines and actually there's been a lot of um people feeling like they're not clear on on where they're going and i think this feels like don't worry about that totally don't worry about the overall
1: arc of your arrow <laughs> just let it fire off and well no, and, do i mean because we can set it to a an intention to a to a future so okay. do worry about it that is exactly the energy because it uh-huh. is have that big dream and put it out there in the future pin it there and go for it
0: okay sort of yeah.
1: i'll not even pin it there but yeah it's also very mutable so it's not about fixing it um i mean this is a perfect time i think it's Pam Gregory, this amazing British astrologer who's not only a master astrologer of four decades' experience, but is also the most incredible spiritual leader at the moment, um, she has a video on this new moon. And for me, she puts it so beautifully. So for those who are interested, you know, I'd definitely follow up with Pam Gregory's video, but also just to put her message briefly the way that she's feeling this energy which is so new so mutable so many so much dynamic energy is that we no longer have to define ourselves in terms of what we've been in terms of our work in terms of our relationships in terms of you know whatever has been the past which is so much i feel the weight that we bring that sort of heaviness that you mentioned we bring we have to do this as these responsibilities whatever it's not that we let go of those responsibilities but we our unique individual selves in our own spiritual sovereignty and our own vision for our lives and now this is an opportunity to imagine us ourselves in terms of our future self and it's all about the energy as you have said like excitement or joy or love like what energy do you want to be feeling every day for mm. you know towards the end of the year next year onwards mm. and then once you Get centered in that energy, like love or joy or peace or how you know, excitement, passion, whatever it is for you. um, Then, what do you want to be? Like, what do you want to be now? This is a time to imagine big and new. Like, do you want to be a teacher? Do you want to be a spiritual leader? Do you want to be a healer, a parent? You know, the best CEO? Do you want to be an activist? Do you want to go into politics? You know, whatever dream that you may have deeply connected with during this eclipse season your deepest desire um or have had for some time maybe dreamt up during covid because of this energy of sagittarius and gemini your biggest secret dream start to dream it start to feel it and start to name it and start to call it in because this is what this new moon is making possible
0: amazing how exciting! And so just to reiterate, the new moon is which date next?
1: Next Thursday at 9.57 a.m. So, yeah, it's really a good moment to set an intention around what you want to create and this new energy that you want to feel, you know. I mean, as you've implied, Kay, and as Pam Gregory and a lot of other spiritual leaders put it and make very clear, and I felt the truth of this, if you can feel the feeling then that's like almost your portal into the new place because it's so much about heart energy at this moment. So we're still in the energy of um, what I was speaking about over this period and we'll continue to. For the next three videos, we're still in this move from releasing toxic relationships, releasing toxic old narratives and patterns and just going into our heart, into the simplicity of our heart, into our autonomy, into building our self-worth and value from within grounding deeply into the earth you know so still always despite all this fast exciting energy taking us out into the world still always like take off your shoes walk on the earth walk on the beach be Mm. on the earth because that's where we need to be rooted for all this exciting new stuff to come in
0: it's um it's really powerful opportunity to uh, a lot of what you're saying in terms of you know going in to really connect with the dream that you might have been fostering awesome. or aware of and I think it's such a powerful lesson in in manifestation which we will become so obsessed with over the last couple of years because <laughs> I think what we're really being invited to connect with is our quantum nature mm-hmm. which you know we are so conditioned to look outside of ourselves for everything and actually what astrology seems to be continually inviting us to do is just con- turn in turn in turn in look within yourself for the answers and the reason behind that is because we are generators of our experience we mm-hmm. generate out of our being the physical experience that we have and understanding that that comes from feeling is the key to the futures that we that we crave actually and and so the the reason I call it quantum is because everything we experience outside of ourselves is based on a Newtonian reality you know gravity-led physical experience tangible experience and yet this is the outcome this is the 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 product of what's actually being birthed from within ourselves. Because the quantum, which is all about the feeling is less than a thousandth of an inch that that is within us. And, you know, we are these kind of reactors of energy. And we are through our visioning, through our dreaming, we are really creating these energetic impulses, which actually, transform the quantum field that we are experiencing and allow these new shapes to take form in mm. our experience. So I think it's really exciting that this is such a powerful invitation from the planets.
1: Absolutely. And I would say in terms of this new moon, we're not so much the reactors of the energy but the generators of the energy. you know that's this fire. like it's our heart, it's our passion, it's our it's our fire. But yeah, I mean, that's absolutely what this moon is about and it's so the downside or the possible dangers of all this passion and all this drive and all this expansiveness and forward movement is we may go too big and get you know ahead of ourselves or you know there's a, a there's a possibility of you know overinflation inflation and over you know getting like too big for ourselves uh because Jupiter energy and it's it's expansive and enthusiastic and but the way to kind of modify that or just to keep um keep it in in proportion to you know to what is possible to manifest is to do exactly what you said just to keep going inward and checking with our hearts and just you know simplifying and um not getting overinflated you know not going out of control um And the other beautiful thing about the new moon is it's an opportunity to make new connections, like with friends or work people, or, you know, so the new people who might come into your life um, in order to be with you on whatever new path you're creating or whatever new vision of yourself you're creating. So you can also invite that sort of energy in to, um, you know, to make new connections to help you on into this new life that you might envision you know and it doesn't even have to be a whole new thing it can just be your current life at a more exciting more passionate you know better feeling more love centered manifestation you know so it's not as if we have to ditch the old but um we just don't have to define ourselves in its limiting terms anymore
0: right right just expansion
1: yeah Yeah, But also just faith, hope, passion. Really, I feel, as you've said, among your clients and I feel in myself and my friends, you know, this whole last two years have really sort of restricted us in so many different ways. Um, And that energy is still there a bit until the end of the year, that kind of forcing us in on ourselves, um, forcing us to change and go deep within ourselves that's still around at these two moons which is really saying you still have to do the work you still have to get real about where you are in your heart and sort of the changes that have been manifesting you know so it's still that's still there Mm. um but it's waning it's lightening up um yeah
0: amazing but well, it sounds like we've got a lot to f- look forward to i should think would it be would it be fair to say that some of us might be feeling that already
1: yeah because we're we're moving into sagittarius season and the planets are starting to move direct and it it's all beginning to sort of loosen up now i mean scorpio season doesn't end till next week but um definitely there's new energy coming in and as i said this is a kind of a really a clear kind of shift in the energy which is going to be um, increasing I guess over the next two years until we move effectively into the Aquarian age. So there's a lot of huge new energy coming in around 2025-2026 which is much faster, lighter, more fiery, more airy and just really changing everything because we've been very much in a sort of earth-centered paradigm for the last 200 years which we can all see it was the industrial revolution it was mass production it was a very material like all the advances came in the material world and we're moving into a much more airy mental intellectual fast moving period um, which will bring all sorts of fast change on a more quantum level as you say
0: is it right that it's a more spiritual, heart-led space
1: too, or not? It's more, I mean, they're probably the wrong ways to to characterize the actual age that's dawning, which is the Aquarius one. Um, yeah. It's more I mean, about, it's all about the rainbow family on earth of all humans, all plants, all animals, all, all beings on earth. It's more about that rainbow tribe. Um, so it's more about being our true individual selves and being able to be, being safe to be, um, and honored and nurtured by the individual self of everybody else in community. So that's the energy. So I guess it's being in that heart place that will allow us to do that, to be fully ourselves. i
0: conceived of Rainbow Tribe in through that lens before, but now I actually get it. I see what you're saying. I had only, you know, seen it as lots of different ethnicities coming together, and and yet now you, I think what you're suggesting or saying is actually every single one of us as individuals allowing us as they they're starting to call it or maybe we're calling it for a while. I'm not in touch with, you know, cool chat, but um, it's like fly your freak flag. That seems to be something <laughs> like, oh, I
1: haven't heard oh. it either. But yeah, totally. <laughs>
0: And it's just like literally just flying your own flag. Like when you're, you're now connecting that for me as that's what the rainbow people are. They're each of us acknowledging the full spectrum of who we are as individuals. And the- totally. yeah, beautiful.
1: And that's very much also been allowed by the last two years, you know, where a lot of people have come out as spiritual or astrologers or, you know, a lot of people are just being much more fully themselves i speak for myself i mean this is the first time i've been fully out as an astrologer you know because it didn't feel safe to be like that before you know and it feels like we're in a time where this is just much more acceptable
0: i must admit though i was under the impression i thought i had read or heard that the aquarian age was supposed to be this new spiritual dawning oh it
1: is ah but the main point of or you know the main energy of it is just this no more top down structures all it's like this universal fraternity sorority universal it is the sort of rainbow tribe it is everybody connected but yeah it is a more it's a lighter area more spiritual i guess if you want to use that word um it's a more enlightened age but you know we're coming out of the piscean age and that was if nothing else the most spiritual age but obviously it got very abused in the way that the church well from my point of view um it was you know ossified by the structures of the church in very hierarchical ways that was very much the Piscean age so that was a very spiritual age as well this is much more I mean also this is a more galactic age it's more you know um connecting with the universal tribes the rainbow tribes not just of this earth but of the whole universe right. so it, it's really about cosmic connection um yeah i mean it's it's not that it's not spiritual but i'd say the word spiritual is almost like the signature of the piscean age that we're moving out of
0: <clears throat> oh okay oh, that's interesting okay and this is
1: but it's hugely rooted in the heart If the sort of shadow side underbelly of the Piscean age was Virgo, which was the Virgin, we don't have to look far to find a significant Virgin in the um, Christian era. Um, The other side of the Aquarian age is individual autonomy, passion, the heart, fire, the sun, solar energy. So our individual creativity, our individual souls are what will be fueling this global connection of all beings and just not human as I said definitely plants and animals are fully there and and rocks and
0: and this is what we're moving into yeah this is what
1: we're moving into so as the energy sort of loosens up and becomes faster more fiery more airy um we're moving into that it's when Pluto goes into Aquarius to put it in astrological terms and I think that begins next year but it fully happens Um, In 20, end of 2024, 2025. So we're beginning to feel that sort of energy. Mm. Um, Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so it's, and 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 also there's a lot of water as well still to work through, a lot of emotions next year. And, you know, water is going to be hugely significant, which in Australia we have are learning in ways that are very different from how we've previously learned about water, which was more about scarcity. Mm. And
0: so, would it be right, to, I mean, th- what we've just discussed there is on a much higher level in terms of versus month-by-month moon experiences.
1: Yeah, so this is more where the energy is shifting to on the big sort collective. of cosmic scale and the collective. But yeah. the reason that I mention it now is because this new moon in Sagittarius next Thursday is the beginning of creating this, you know, so we're beginning to feel this new dynamic energy, this new fast energy we've, as we all know, it's been pretty slow, pretty stuck, pretty, you know, home-based. We've been very restricted in what we can do, but it's been for a reason to teach us to go deeper into ourselves, to be more heart connected, which is more connected to our intuition. And a lot of amazing things have come out of these two years as I think most people feel um, in their personal lives as well as in the collective. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've done a lot of hard yards, mm-hmm. and maybe been a little bit dispirited, but this is the beginning of feeling more hope, and opportunity, and opportune uh, uh, optimism, not yeah. opt- not not opportunism, but optimism. Yeah. So it's very, it's a, it's it's a small but very significant shift.
0: And you mentioned that we're coming out of the Scorpio season and we obviously had the new moon in Scorpio at the end of October. Yeah. And so is it the, the energy of the new moon is what creates like a, like a period of experience, which is now going to move into the Sagittarian and season as you said. Yeah.
1: It? Well, it's more that when the sun moved from Libera into Scorpio, in October that was the beginning of the Scorpio season so the Scorpio season lasts for as long as the sun is in Scorpio which is the 24th of October to the 22nd of November and always the new moon is in the sign of whatever the sun season is so if we're in the sun season of Scorpio the new moon is necessarily in Scorpio because the definition of a new moon is it's right next to the sun
0: Right. Yes. So
1: it's necessarily in that sign. So we're moving into Sagittarius season next week yeah. on the 23rd. And so the new moon that falls on the 24th in Sydney is necessarily in Sagittarius. So the new moon, so the sun is in Sagittarius. So we're going into Sagittarius season, which is this expansive, broad horizons, passionate, um, questing um, energy. And so the new moon is going to offer us the opportunity to kind of tap into that energy and set our intentions around what what big thing do we want to imagine or envision for ourselves.
0: And so this Sagittarian season will go up, presumably, until the next moon.
1: next Yeah, moon. until the beginning of December. And that's when... Um, so this is... We're coming up to the last full moon of the year, which is the Gemini one. And the new moon in um, December will be in Capricorn, which mm-hmm. is the, the season that follows Sagittarius. And so that will take us into the energy of the mother-father dyad, which will be very interesting. And it's I love that it falls around Christmas, that we get to think about fathers <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> and mothers. Okay.
1: But that's for next time. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: and so we've got the full moon in Gemini,
1: yeah,
0: and do you want to tell us more about the full? So we've got this beautiful, big, expansive visioning yourself, new moon, um, and then as we've explored in other in the other two episodes, we've got, always got this polarity with the new moon and the full moon energy, and so the full moon energy we've got coming up for this is Gemini, right? Yep. Okay, and and so can you tell us a bit more about what we're going to expect with that?
1: Yeah. So. I mean, the reason that it is always opposite where the new moon has been and where the sun is is because the definition of a full moon is it's opposite the sun. So if the sun is in Sagittarius, then the moon is necessarily going to be in Gemini. So yeah, we have a full moon in Gemini coming up on Thursday, the 8th of December at 3 p.m. in Sydney time. And that is, so full moons bring a culmination to something that we've been working on <clears throat> so it may have been something we've been working on for some time um you know a project that relates to our local communities or our siblings or our words are the way that we communicate with ourselves and with others so um but more importantly it will illuminate the ways in which we do communicate and it's a really charged moon again it's got a bit of fire in it and it's um so it's it's got mars energy in it which is very fast energy um but this energy is still one of the few energies in the um, planetary sphere right now that's still turned inwards and introverted so it's like our drive so it can be you have a tendency to be frustrated this energy and because it's in Gemini and next to the full moon which is amplifying everything there could be the tendency under this new under under this full moon to want to say everything immediately and there's a potential for frustration and anger and explosions of passionate words not even passionate words just angry words really emotional words um and so it one good way of thinking about this full moon is that it's going to illuminate our words and the way we communicate and our local communities you know our relationships in our neighborhoods with the people we live with our friends and it's very much about um so it's not an emotional sign it's an air sign gemini and so it's about allowing whatever might be coming up erupting from us emotionally that we want to say in words and stepping back from that and just observing it so that we don't get caught up in the heat of the moment and explode at people so there's the potential for some explosive energy around the Gemini full moon but really it's it's still some beautiful energy coming with it as well which is really about um our courage and and so as, although there are these dangers that we might overspeak, it's really inviting us to speak from our courageous heart. So it's really um, an empowering energy. And so maybe another way of thinking about it is to speak to ourselves first or to write something down or to you know, play with what we might want to say because it's such introverted energy before we burst out and say something.
0: Yeah that's really interesting because I think it it actually makes me think of a few conversations I've had recently with people who have been getting clearer on what it is that they want to vision in and have felt a level of frustration because they don't know how to you know really actively bring it in. Um, in and- terms of speaking it. Speaking it, or just you know, one person in particular. She, I I know I to She wants to be a remedial masseuse, um, and she's trained to be, but she's not in a situation domestically at home which is supportive of that right now, and so and she's giving herself a hard time because she doesn't think she's doing enough to make it her reality, and yet she has children. You know, she has lots of going on, and so it's interesting because i think that frustration um it's it's this is why i love doing these podcasts with you jane because i think having this bigger context of awareness around these emotions that are coming up for us helps us to experience them in a much more balanced way because we have this ability this ability to distance ourselves from them essentially or or just accept them even that might be a better way of saying it from a perspective of much greater compassion, actually, um, and actually, my advice to her was just trust that it's all going to come together at the perfect time in the perfect way, and and just you know, and that I feel is still the choice for all of us. It's you know, slipping back into that old paradigm energy of scarcity of oh, I've got to do, I've got to, I have to, I must, I should, all of that kind of energy that really restrictive self-judging energy is, is still present and it's just about continually now becoming much more aligned with and clear on you know what actually feels right and just trusting that I'm already doing the work the work I'm already you know in alignment with who I'm becoming I know that I'm going to be this massage therapist I know it it's not a matter of if it's just when and I think sometimes frustration can be born of a, of a doubt that we'll actually do what we think or want to do.
1: Totally.
0: And, uh, actually, it's just consistently reassuring and self-soothing that it's all okay. Don't stress. It's it's happening in its own perfect rhythm. And, and especially working with astrology like this and really connecting with the time required with all the yeah. moons and, you know, we're really aligning ourselves with the time that nature takes to bring something into reality, birth things. And yeah, I think that's really helpful.
1: Um, I mean, that's interesting, that example, because that frustration I think speaks a lot to this slowness and stuck energy that's been around and very much connects with the new moon in Sagittarius um, of just envisioning herself in this new form and just, and yes, it is about trust. I mean, Sagittarius is a lot about trust and hope and faith and all those words. So that's, I feel very much the new moon energy that you're describing there. Whereas this um, full moon in Gemini, it's all about communication and the words that we use. And it is about acting on them. But, you know, in terms of that particular example, I mean, a way to think about the Gemini full moon in relation to that is what words can she find from her own courageous being to articulate this need in a way that makes this more possible within the the, fa- the situation she's in the you know her local community which sounds like a house and you know possibly a family or whatever but whatever she what so it's so much about communication i mean gemini rules mm-hmm. communication so the full moon would be the frustration that might be felt there would be more about her need to find words to express her need to be a massage therapist um or whatever it might be for anyone to the people around you you know um and so the danger there again as i was saying is to over you know, like explode with emotion because it's been building. It's the full moon. We've come to some culmination. We need to release something, but it's not an emotional sign. Gemini is an air sign. So just to sit with it and stand back. And then as you always say, and it's very much the message until the middle of next year, just always go into your heart, simplify, do all of those things. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because I mean, with every single relationship we have, we're constantly being, reminded of the relationship that we have with ourselves and I know from my own experience in you know voicing my desire to leave corporate way back in the day to my husband Mm. terrifying at the time you know all that security I was about to just and you know it got to a point where to keep it on the inside was painful yes and that's when you know you're ready
1: (laughs) Absolutely, that's very much for moon your, your energy. Cake
0: is yeah. done. You know, you're ready to cut it up and share it. And um yeah, I think um, well, I think from what I'm hearing, there are so many people, as we well know, that are, you know, really in the process of discovering new future pathways. and mm. and so this couldn't be more perfect in terms of being supported in that way. We're actually being yes. Yeah.
1: So the other thing about this uh, full moon is, um, lots of information is coming in on this. You know, because Gemini also rules information, so huge dumps of information, both from the media. You know, there's so much news. There's new news cycle every day, um, and maybe from your friends and your family. There's just so much information swirling around um and it can get confusing because there's a little bit of confusion and kind of potential for misinformation and untruths and lies and all that sort of stuff going on at this moon so again it's about you know stepping into your heart and stepping back a bit and just being cool headed it's very much about the rational mind it's very much about you know just being cool headed and standing back so if if sagittarius is like passion and hot headed Gemini is like more cool headed it's rational and it, and it likes to connect with people you know so it's a lot about that but you know for me really it's about finding our courage to say the words you know in the right time calmly as possible <laughs> to the people we need to say them to.
0: yeah it's interesting um because you know when you are balanced in what you're doing because you're not emotional about it and you know I, I think it might be helpful to sit with any fear or any apprehension that you might have at speaking your truth prior to you know if the thought of turning around to your partner and saying I want to leave corporate fills you with dread sit with that dread sit with it Feel it deeply, but let it be felt within yourself. You know, that's the quantum I was talking about earlier. You know, when we sit and allow ourselves to feel everything, you literally feel the the fusion that is happening (laughs) or the nuclear reaction that's happening inside of you. As you you move through this resistance, actually, it's, it's resistance that's built up in your system to allowing your your light through, your your personal voice, your, person, your perfect pitch to be heard. And so you know when you're ready to communicate effectively, when what you're going to say doesn't trigger you emotionally, when you're neutral. I always think, you know, I've got cauliflower and then I've got the subject I wanna talk about. And if I feel about both of them in the same way, then I'm in the right spot. <laughs> Yeah, like so, you know, before I know that's not always possible. Like you could be in the middle of a conversation with your partner and they say something that doesn't remotely feel like cauliflower. That's a challenge. But I, you know, if you're taking the time, if it's a really big conversation, or I don't want to even say that because I feel like you know, we can talk ourselves into these things. If it's a conversation that means a lot to you, then make sure you're going to show up with it as powerfully as you can and don't don't let yourself be a victim to energies within your being that haven't yet been grounded fully. So just really becoming aware of what it is that you want to communicate and observing how it feels within you and allowing yourself to just sit with that until it feels peaceful again, until you've moved through it all transmuted it and then go and talk and then move from that place. Neutrality is the key to knowing you're over your triggers and that you're in a balanced space
1: and yeah I mean it's very much I mean it's also very light, playful energy Gemini so it's not you know we don't have to get hugely weighed down in these big truths we're digging up it's not really that energy it's more like you know just what do you need to say like what simply do you need to say you know so it's not as if this is going to bring your whole life to some crisis moment it's not about that energy it's more just There's going to be a lot of emotional stuff coming up that you want to communicate, and just respect that and find your courage in wanting, you know, and permission to say it, and in a way that's cool and rational rather than hot. You know, so I don't know what Sagittarius would make of the cauliflower and what you want to speak about because Sagittarius wouldn't even care about the cauliflower it's just fully engaged in the passion of what you want to speak about. But yeah, Gemini might be more, um, okay, I'll, I can sit in the in the balance of those cauliflower and what I want to talk about or, you know, what it is that is driving you. And because that reminds me, and when you did that, Gemini rules the hands as well, you know, so that's, they have so much instrumental to how we communicate and so this is also a fantastic time to write or paint or you know whatever it is that you do with your hands dance you know because the hands which are also connected to the heart um you know they help us to materialize the things we want to say
0: perfect yeah i think always just being mindful that the energy that you're putting out is the energy you're getting back and i think it's just um yeah it's good to it's good to recognize that I didn't actually know that your heart your hands were reflective of your heart energy I think is that what you mean by that
1: yeah I mean I've only learned this recently from this amazing yoga teacher um, that yeah the hand meridians or whatever are connected to the heart meridians. so You know, that's why passionate people speak a lot with their hands because we're fully activating our heart energy um, by moving our hands. But astrologically, Gemini um, rules the hands and I won't get too esoteric, but esoterically Gemini, although it's a Mercury ruled sign, which is the sign of communication, is actually ruled esoterically by Venus, the planet of love. So I see so many correlations in this beautiful connection between the communication side of Gemini, it's rulership of hands and the connection to the heart. And that's probably a really good triad to bring into this um, full moon is the way that working with our hands, however it is that we do it um, you know, through play, through building a sandcastle, through swimming, whatever we, however we burn energy or express energy with our hands is going to connect us both with our heart and with our uh, courageous expression in words, amazing! So oh, my wow. writing is so powerful.
0: Writing, right? Yeah,
1: Whoa. it's such a connection. I mean, because I've been a creative writing teacher, and you know, I've, and I'm a writer, and I listen to a lot of writers, and you know, the way that there's this kind of incredible connection between, like, almost autopilot thing that goes on when you handwrite, especially. Um, between your sort of intuition, you know, so it's like the self is kind of to one side and you're just kind of channeling. And for me, I see that as very much about this heart thing because obviously the more heart-centered, the more connected to intuition, the more connected to the cosmos, you know, and we can channel that through our hands and yeah. just in the simplest pot, like cooking, you know, whatever okay. it is that you do, chopping I mean, a carrot.
0: A lot is- of people love journaling, and that yeah. would explain I mean. that, you know, and it's, and weirdly, I always keep, the, I'm not nostalgic at all, I, I don't very, I don't hold on to personal things to the point that my husband gets upset, but I do weirdly hold on to birthday cards, Christmas cards, like, card, I have boxes of cards, and I, yeah, I've actually intuitively i was like the energy that comes with the writing that's Mm, that's because
1: presumably it's heartfelt energy someone from the heart yeah 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 like the gift don't know what happened to that don't care the card don't know why i got them all (laughs) yeah that's beautiful and that's very perfectly speaks to this gemini thing you know so these are really fantastic moons coming up you know gemini is very playful so yeah, probably the very best thing to do in terms of dealing with any of this confusion that could be coming in too much information information overload and possibly depending on how connected you are to the cosmos and everything, also coming in from there, like, you know, connection to the divine or spirit or whatever, like so much information coming in. So yeah, sit down and write, chop a carrot. Like I I think chopping food to cook is very um, Uh heart connected.
0: Uh Uh-huh cool i like that good yeah well yeah and it's good to honor your food you know the energy you make your food with is the energy that you receive into your body when you eat it so it's definitely got a
1: lot to do with that but yeah anything to do with your local community and people you live with all of that stuff that's very gemini so yeah we have fun moons coming up
0: yeah i'm excited to hear that because i must admit the uh the eclipse season was a little punchy so (laughs)
1: Yeah, well, as I said, I mean, this is the beginning of a trend to lightening up.
0: Mm, wonderful. Ah, oh, well, on that lovely light note, um, we will thank you from the bottom of our hearts, Jane, for joining us again and sharing your powerful wisdom. Thank you so much. And um, thank you all for tuning in and listening. And I hope that this is of service to you. And I hope that you experience a really fun, expansive and emotion communicative uh, (laughs) experience over the next month or so. And, um, yeah, if you want to, um, check out some of the upcoming events and offerings that I have, go to www.kwilson.love and, uh, or book yourself in for a session. And I would be happy to support you in that way. Sending you lots of love, Jane. Thank you so much for your time.
1: And thank you for holding space, Kate. Uh And enjoy these moons, everybody. Uh Um, I look forward to tuning back in when we talk about mothers and fathers.
0: Yes, fun stuff just before Christmas. Awesome. Okay. Goodbye, everybody, and uh, speak to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.